Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Garrett Wilson. Wow! What a catch! Touchdown, Jets! That kid's amazing. Gibson on the return. Near side. I don't see any flags. Gibson inside the 30. Hits the Jets. And he's going to go! Jets win it! Touchdown, rookie Xavier Gibson. Game over. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it, Allen. Tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinn Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen, thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time for part two of the mailbag with our friend, who is the editor over at JetNation.com, Mr. Glenn Naughton. So let's jump right back into the mailbag. Next question comes in from Peter J. Dillard. He asks, Scott, what's going on with Robert Sala? Jets fans were excited that he was a leader of men. Is he really suggesting that the Jets use Ruckert and Hardman and hoping that the offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett, listens? Or is this just something that everybody agrees upon? What happened to the whole CEO of the team philosophy? I thought he was in charge. We're going to get to a couple of other questions that Peter had because he had a series of them, but we'll start there. Look, this is what it boils down to, Glenn. We've said this before. Bill Parcells didn't like what was going on with the Jets back when he was here as the head coach. I believe it was 1999. He took the play calling away from Charlie Weiss. You've got to make changes when you see that changes need to be made. Even if you're not, quote, an offensive guy, you've got to go to your offensive coordinator and say, look, what we're doing is not working. We've got to change it up. You need to do A, B, and C. That's not micromanaging. That's just, as you said, being the CEO and taking control. And Glenn, you and I have talked about this. The Jets have to do a delicate dance. People have suggested taking the play calling away from Nathaniel Hackett. I don't know if that's something that can be done because maybe that would upset Aaron Rodgers because if you upset Hackett, you upset Rodgers. But if you're Robert Sala, you have to have 
that awareness to know that it's something that should be considered and you should have a game plan for going ahead and doing it. Maybe there's a way that you can approach it with both Hackett and Rogers that would make it a tenable possibility. You have to, as the head coach, understand how to deal with these personalities. Now, I'm not saying that you have to take the play calling away from Nathaniel Hackett, but that's just one example. As far as Hardman and Ruckert, if every single fan on earth is yelling and screaming about those two guys, and it's very clear that they could use them, they really need Hardman's speed in that lineup, and Ruckert did wonders blocking the first week when they beat the Bills. If it's obvious to everybody, it should be obvious to Salah, and Salah's answers on why those guys haven't been used have not been satisfactory. Well, sometimes the game goes in different directions and you end up using guys differently. No, we all know what the story is there. You're messing up by not using those guys. Use them more. It's really that simple. So yeah, part of being the CEO of the team is stepping in when you see something that's not working and making sure that the people underneath you start doing things that they need to do. Salah needs to do that. If Nathaniel Hackett can't recognize that Mecole Hardman and Jeremy Rucker need to be in the game more, Salah needs to step in and tell him, you better get those guys in the game more. That was the example the, or the comparison I made a couple weeks ago and then we saw it happen again, you know, and it, it really, it, it made me just, you know, all you could do is shake your head, right? The, the, the similarity to the answers that, that was Adam Gase's go-to. And it really, what bothers me is that the, you know, the beat guys aren't calling these coaches on it because it's, it's anytime I watch someone sit down for an interview and they give a completely bogus answer and the media, their, their sort of, uh, take on it seems to be, well, they've given an answer, so I'll move on to the next question. Instead of prodding a little bit, and they should have done it with Adam Gase, and they should be doing it with Robert Sala. Like, you are, you're trying to, you speak in a way that suggests you have no control over who plays and when they play. Like, oh, we didn't get a chance to because the way things unfolded. Well, you decide what plays to call. So I get, like, you, you can say that, you know, that that works fine if it's the fourth quarter and you're down by 20 and someone's saying, why didn't so-and-so get more carries? Well, you can say, we were beyond the point of running the football. Okay, but in this situation, we're talking about me, Cole Hardman, and Jeremy Ruckert. These games haven't been blowouts. The Dallas game was, of course, but even that game didn't get completely out of hand till later. So you've had long stretches where the game is still close and within hand and and you can run whatever you want to run. You know, okay, so so let's, uh, you know, we keep getting in second and long, third and long. How, how about a play-action rollout on first down and a deep shot to Miko Hardman instead of Randall Cobb getting 43 reps on a team that isn't moving the football? Like, for the head coach to stand up there and speak in a way that, that suggests he has no control over what happens on the field, like he just shows up on game day and watches and whatever happens, happens. Like, as you said, CEO, right? Get involved. Hey. Hey, listen, uh, Hackett, we're not moving the damn ball at all. How about we get some of these sub-4-3 guys on the field and try to hit them with a quick slant? Or, you know, as I said, play-action rollout. Hit somebody deep down the field. Because what we're doing isn't working. But, it, again, it, that, it really bothers me. Just because I like Salah so much and I hated Gase so much, to hear him repeating Gase's very weak excuses as to why guys didn't get on the field, um, you know, like like they have no say in what happens. 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question from Peter. Who is the misguided Zach Wilson supporter? Can't be Salah. I think he wants no part of Wilson and is towing the company line. Is it Douglas or Woody making the man lie and look stupid with his commitment to Wilson? Also, do you think... The Jets would have won the New England game with Trevor Simeon at quarterback. So let's start with the first part of this. I think Robert Sala probably doesn't want to go with Zach Wilson and is towing the company line. But of course, he is in dangerous territory. And thankfully, he peeled it back a little bit the other day at the press conference where he was overpraising him and he was almost absolving Wilson of any blame. And I get what he's trying to do. I think it's an overcorrection because last year, Mike LaFleur was the opposite of that. He gave him no love, and we saw what happened there. You read that article in The Athletic by Zach Rosenblatt, and you saw the results with Zach Wilson. It spiraled. So I think Salah was trying to be the opposite and be very supportive of Zach Wilson, but it got to the point where he was so supportive that the other players in the locker room were probably like, hey, come on now. Let's not pretend like this kid isn't playing poorly. Now you're starting to get in territory where you're almost putting it on our shoulders. So there's that delicate balance. And I think Salah probably finally was made aware of the fact that he was a little too far in the other direction. So the overcorrection needed to come back a little bit. And I think we're seeing that. I think that Robert Salah is just basically making the best of what he's got. He didn't have anybody else, so he had to be supportive of Zach Wilson. He wasn't going to start Tim Boyle, although at a certain point he might have gotten desperate. There's a variety of different layers to the whole situation with Zach Wilson. I think, as we said, there's a legitimate possibility that the Jets didn't add a veteran backup after Aaron Rodgers went down because they were afraid 
of hurting Zach Wilson's psyche, which makes no sense because, as I said, you just bring the guy in, you sit Zach Wilson down, you say it's your job, he's just here as insurance in case you get hurt, we're going to need somebody to, and that's what you do. And in that way, he becomes a viable later if you need him, whether Wilson struggles or, as I said, if he were to get, I think it might have been Joe Douglas who made this decision. Maybe it was Douglas, Salah, Woody Johnson, Nathaniel Hackett, all of them combined who decided on this. I think everybody now has to realize they should have had a more respectable option the entire time. But regardless of whose decision it is, as you said, it makes Salah look silly with the over effusive praise. And whether he's the one that wants to keep doing this or not, Wilson was the only option he had, so he kind of had no choice. Now we'll see what happens with Trevor Simeon. I assume that if Zach Wilson plays anywhere near as poorly against the Chiefs as he did against the Patriots, you're going to see a situation where Salah either comes right out and says the quarterback job is open or he does what he did last year. If you'll recall, Glenn, he said Zach Wilson is the quarterback. And then the next day he said, well, we're thinking about what we might do. We looked at the tape and then like a day or two later, Mike White was named the starter. So remember, Robert Sala has already been caught saying things that a couple hours later, you found that were definitely not true. The Dwayne Brown situation where he said, oh, I'm very confident that Dwayne will play. And then six hours later, he's getting put on IR. They knew all along Dwayne Brown was going on IR. So if he says after the game on Sunday night, Zach Wilson is our starter, no question. Take that with an enormous grain of salt if Zach Wilson plays very poorly. So that's something to watch. If Wilson plays well against the Chiefs, I think it's his job still. If he plays very poorly again, then regardless of the messaging, you're going to see Trevor Simeon in the mix to play against the Eagles. Yeah, if, if you think back to that New England game last year, he actually he actually said benching Zach was the furthest thing from his mind. And about mm-hmm. 16 hours later, met with the media, and he was like, yeah, we're probably making a change. Um, so, <laughs> you know, he says what he has to say, and sometimes you know, I get that coaches aren't being truthful with the media. Often, most of what they say is, and and that's why you know it's cookie cutter answers. That's why a lot of folks don't even bother with the pressers because they so rarely say anything that has any meaning or any truth. And I understand that. Um, but as you said, there's it's the sort of over the top praise where like you can dial it back. You you can you can not throw the guy under the bus, but you also don't have to you know flat out lie about how good he's been because he hasn't. And and the and you know I I would like to know you know really what he is saying in the locker room because you know the message the players get isn't what the media gets we get the water we get well as i said we don't even really get the truth um you know the fans or the media whereas with the players in the locker room to maintain that credibility you know he's got to be he he has to be honest with them and if he's if he's going into a defensive meeting and telling these guys zach is doing a great job then of course he's hurting his credibility so much so that I have a hard time believing he would be doing that. Um, you know, they, they they break these guys down into groups, and I'd, I'd have a hard time believing he's not going to the defensive guys and saying, look, you guys are kicking ass, you're doing great. Like, yeah, some things you could be doing better, but, you know, this isn't on you. This kid's got to be better, but we're trying to bring him along, you know, something like that. But the challenge is going to become keeping guys on board if if this happens a couple more times, and that's when, when the Trevor Simeon, you know, the, the reality of Trevor Simeon becoming the starter becomes a thing because if if Zach Wilson keeps producing a touchdown a week, he's not going to last much longer. Final question from Peter. 
Would you agree that if the Jets keep this O-line and no one gets hurt, fans have reasons for optimism? Finally, what are the odds Lakin Tomlinson gets benched for Wes Schweitzer? I'm saying this barring injury. So I agree. I think this offensive line absolutely gave us reasons for optimism. I thought all of the offensive linemen, with the exception of Lake and Tomlinson, who you mentioned, were pretty good in pass protection, particularly Joe Tipman. He played really well for a guy making his first start. I think that's the lineup the Jets should stick with for the foreseeable future unless they decide to bench Lake and Tomlinson. And that is the other part of your question, Peter. I think if Tomlinson continues to play as poorly as he is at a certain point, You've got to bench him for Schweitzer. Now, I know that Schweitzer is not all that good, but the reality of the situation is at least he's somewhat passable or has been. He's got starting experience. And what the Jets are getting out of Lake and Tomlinson is flat out unacceptable. I don't care how much money he's making. If you want to give yourself a chance to win, you've got to have your best five out there. And right now, Lake and Tomlinson is not playing like one of the best five, despite being far and away the highest paid player on that offensive line so i agree with you peter i think that offensive line that version of it gave jets fans reasons for optimism and i think at some point if lakin tomlinson doesn't turn this around the jets absolutely have to consider going to west schweitzer they don't have anybody better and they can't keep allowing lakin tomlinson to be the anchor that drags the offensive line down yeah you know the lakin tomlinson question is one that's kind of something we've discussed on and off throughout the offseason. And I think as the season approached, I I kind of said it was something that wasn't getting enough attention because the need for him to bounce back and have a, a, a solid season was so imperative. And, you know, of course, he comes out and gets off to a really slow start. I thought this past week was probably one of his better games, but he still has to be better than what he is. As you said, for the money he's making, it's just absurd. For, for a guy to come in with the, with the hopes and expectations they had of him, um, not many players have come up shorter than he has. And if he doesn't turn it around uh, again, I don't know how a coach goes into a, you know, a, a film review, you know, when you're looking at the game film for the week, how with a straight face, how you tell the other guys that we're going to keep playing this guy, despite the fact he's getting killed. Um, again, I thought he was better this week than previous weeks, but he, he has to be a much better player or they, they have to look at other options. Next question comes in from Tim. He asks, are you excited to see Taylor Swift at the Jets game on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs? Glenn, make it stop. Please, just make it stop. I can't it's, take it anymore. It, I need those uh, two to break up for my own sanity. I cannot hear about Travis Kelsey or Taylor Swift anymore. I don't care about Taylor Swift. I've never understood the Taylor Swift phenomenon. I get why she's popular. I don't get why she's this popular, why she's the person. None of it makes any sense to me. And I'm tired of hearing about her. I'm tired of hearing about that relationship. I'm hoping that this is just some sort of thing that was engineered by their respective publicists. It'll last a couple of weeks. And then she'll write a song about how she used to date a football player. And he'll reap the benefits of getting all these new people that are listening to his podcast, which is hilarious. It's just amazing. The Taylor Swift effect when it comes to the fact that he got so many more listeners for his podcast with his brother. It's incredible. The amount of people that are probably Googling football and trying to figure out what it is just because of Taylor Swift is next level insane. But I need this to end, Glenn. I don't want her to be there Sunday. I know she's going to be there. It's just going to create an extra scene. And, of course, it'll make it even more embarrassing if the Chiefs end up crushing the Jets, which is what is the most likely scenario. 
and on national television, no less. I just want this to go away. Make it stop. Please make it stop. It's, it's you know, the only the only silver lining is that any extra fans turning in, tuning in to watch the Jets get their their heads beat in will have no idea what they're looking at and they won't know what's good and what's bad. They'll just be waiting for the camera to point to Taylor Swift. Um, it, I'll t- if it wasn't for the time difference, you know, you get the laps with the TV broadcast. I would much rather have, uh, you know, ESPN radio on for the lot because because they're going to cut to her every the second they find where she's sitting. It, it's going to be a Taylor Swift-a-thon especially when the game gets out of hand, which is probably going to be sometime just before or just after halftime. It's, the game's going to be out of reach, and it's going to become an hour-and-a-half conversation about Taylor Swift. Next question comes in from Jim. He asks, what are your thoughts on tanking? I saw your tweet the other day about the Jets making you the maddest when they lost out on Trevor Lawrence. Do you think there would have been a way for the Jets to make sure that they didn't win enough games to lose out on Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah, once they realized there was a legitimate possibility they could get Trevor Lawrence, what they should have done is fire Gase, promote some jabroni on the staff, and then make sure that he plays worse players. You say, well, forget Sam Darnold. We really want to see what we have in such and such quarterback, Luke Falk. I know Luke Falk wasn't on the roster at that point, but you get what I'm saying. And you make sure that the moves made give you the best chance to lose. I know it's funny because you're constantly hearing about the best chance to win, but in this case, you want to put yourself in position to lose and make sure you don't miss out on Trevor Lawrence. I talked about this on the rock pile report podcast the other day, Glenn, you and I have been fans of this team for a really long time in my lifetime. There have only been a handful of quarterback prospects that pretty much everybody universally agreed were generational talents. John Elway, Troy Aikman, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, and Trevor Lawrence. Those are the only ones. Now, the other quarterback prospects, even the highest ones, there was always debate about whether or not that guy was going to be good. And we've seen so many of these guys in the top five, the top 10, not work out. The league is littered with them. The Jets have drafted several of them, right? This was an opportunity, a rare one, for the Jets to finally get that can't-miss guy, the guy that, barring injury, you know is going to be a stud. And that's why it makes me laugh when people credit Doug Peterson, like it's somehow his doing that Trevor Lawrence is better. All he needed to do was get some NFL experience under his belt and get away from Urban Meyer. And he was going to be successful. There was no doubt about it. And you saw last year, he was probably the best quarterback in the NFL, the second half of the season. We'll see how it progresses. But the other guys that I listed were all outstanding. They're all Hall of Famers, except Andrew Luck. And that's only because the injuries hurt him. But when he did play, he was tremendous. So you look at that and you say, if you're the Jets, you had to find a way to put yourself in the best position to lose. I actually had an interesting back and forth on Twitter with somebody who said tanking is not a real thing. It doesn't happen because players don't try to lose. Nobody thinks that tanking is players trying to lose. When people say tanking, they're talking about organizations tanking. In other words, doing what I'm saying, which is putting themselves in the best possible position to lose. The extreme version of that was fictional. But if you saw the movie Major League, what Rachel Phelps, the owner of the Indians, was doing was tanking. The players were going out there and busting their humps to try and win games, and they ended up overachieving. But she put together a roster that she intentionally wanted to be bad. And so you look at situations where teams do things like that, and it's been all over the place. 
You've seen it in hockey. There were two teams that openly admitted to tanking for Mario Lemieux. There was an article in Sports Illustrated a few years ago with an anonymous general manager who everybody believes is the GM of the Orlando Magic, basically saying, my job as GM is to understand when it's smart to try to lose, to try and regroup, to try to rebuild. The Houston Astros did a version of this for a couple of years, and it's why they were able to build their team up. Sam Hinkie, the general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers, was doing it, and he referred to it as, quote, the process. Everybody knows about this. It's been going on in sports for a long time. In football, one of the easiest examples you can go to beyond the 2020 Jaguars, who were clearly going out of their way to put themselves in a position to not win games from an organizational standpoint, in 2014, the last game of the season, the Bucs were playing the Saints. The Saints were losing 20-3 to at the half. The Bucs pulled just about all their best players, and the Saints wound up coming back and winning the game. The Bucs wanted to preserve the number one overall pick and get Jameis Winston. It was so blatant, so obvious, that even Sean Payton, the opposing coach, called it out. If the opposing coach is saying, well, let's be honest, they're trying to get us to win this game. They don't want to win this game. They're intentionally trying to lose this game. If it's that obvious to the opposing coach, then it's tanking. So what everybody means by tanking is the organization putting itself in the best possible position to lose games and not lose out on draft position. It's not players not trying. And yes, Woody Johnson should have been made aware of what was going on, that he had the opportunity to get Trevor Lawrence, who is this hope diamond that you almost never have a chance to get. And they should have taken proper steps like firing Gase and installing somebody in there who was going to do whatever they want, be a puppet, and then try out young players who really aren't that good under the guise of seeing what you got. See Curtis Painter, by the way, with the Colts, the Andrew Luck year. That's another good example. So Glenn, your thoughts here on the Trevor Lawrence situation And if the Jets should have tried to do more to preserve the tank, whatever it is that you define it as, but I think it's widely defined as the organization putting itself in the best possible position to not win. Yeah, there are, there are a few sort of cliches or sayings or whatever you want to call it, you know, in, in football that I'm always amazed that people don't understand them. And I, I, I don't even, I see that every now and then, you know, when people tweet it at me and, and I don't even respond because what you, I mean, you've just outlined it perfectly. When I say tank, when anyone says tank, they mean assemble a team that's not good enough to win. They don't mean players are going to. Players are playing for their jobs. You guys aren't going to go out there and be like, yeah, let me let me go ahead and play poorly on purpose so you can draft my replacement. That's not a thing. I don't know anyone who thinks that's a thing. Um, it's yeah, it it's simply ownership realizing. Like we have a chance to do something special here um, and things are going to get bad before they get, you know, or, or, you know, things are going to get worse before they get better. But we're going to go ahead and, you know, I'm going to tell the coach to play the second, the third string quarterback. And listen, what, why are we playing them? Because our season's over. And we want to get this guy some reps and develop it, you know, prove we're not um, and, and give your chance the best shot or give yourself the best shot to get Trevor Lawrence and, and not end up where you are today and and listen i when i was a kid you know like before i sort of thought about how the world worked i used to be the same way you can't tank never tank always you got to try to win every game you can't but but look you know like i said sometimes things have to get worse before they get better and when you know a season is lost when you know the you know the playoffs are out of reach and you're sitting on a couple of wins and you got five six games left and you have a chance to turn it around with a franchise quarterback do that 
Do the thing that gives you the best chance at long-term success and stop worrying about a Week 15 win in a lost season. Len Naughton, Editor Jet Nation, thanks so much for coming on and answering mailbag questions with me. Really appreciate it. Make sure that you check out everything that Glenn is doing over at JetNation.com and follow him on Twitter at JNRadio underscore Glenn. Make sure you check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns up on our channel, so watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. It doesn't take you much time. It doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. If you can go ahead and do that for us, be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikejet.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.